We're uh, continuing with the halachot of Seder Pesach. I think we've exhausted the uh, Kadesh. We've talked about it for over a week. We'll move on to Urchatz. You wash your hands without a bracha. That one's fairly, fairly straightforward. You wash your hands without a bracha. We pointed out because we're going to dip the karpas in something, in a liquid, and we pointed out that in theory, technically speaking, that karpas is a food. It needs to be a food. What exactly is karpas? So if you go to Israel and you go to the shuk, you can buy karpas. You go to the shuk, Maybe not in, in Machne Yehuda, but if you go in Shuk Atikva, you buy karpas. It's Chinese parsley. Whether that's what actually is karpas or that is not karpas is irrelevant. But in Israel, that's what they sell as karpas. It's supposed to be green. It's supposed to be leafy. That's what it is. Doesn't matter. We usually use the tops of the celery because I can't find the Chinese parsley. But it doesn't matter exactly what it is. It should be green and it should be leafy. Fine. Ashkenazim use potatoes. Mostly because they had nothing green and leafy. They have a choice. You can use parsley, yeah. Green and leafy. Parsley's green and leafy, yeah. There's a debate and some poskim don't like parsley. Okay, but parsley technically, many people use parsley. Again, green and leafy, the potatoes was an excuse because they didn't have anything. So okay, but Sephardim always use something green and leafy and nowadays it's easy to find. You can go, where's going to just take the top of the celery or something and use that also. And you can use the celery for a salad. You can use it for whatever you want, that's fine. And we pointed out that technically speaking, a food cannot become tamay unless it gets wet. And since you're going to dip it in theory to become tamay from your hands, so once you wash your hands, now you can't transmit that tumah to the karpas. And we talked about why do we care? Let us say there, fine. So what the Shulchanah talks about it. He says you should dip the karpas in may melach or chometz. Doesn't uh, not specific, uh, but you should dip it in, in liquid. The whole point is to dip it in something wet. Um, my family tradition is to use lemon juice, which raises a big problem. So, yeah, we use lemon juice. I don't know. That's what we do. But lemon juice is a big problem. Because if you dip something in lemon juice, it doesn't become tameh. The whole point you're doing, you're washing your hands, is because it becomes tameh. So, okay, but it can. Le- juice doesn't make, it has to be water. It has to be one of the sheva maskim, yad shachadam. For those who are learning, uh, Reb a little while ago. Right? It needs to be a lick, it needs to be a water-based thing. So lemon juice doesn't work. So if you're doing lemon juice, you have to put in a lot of water. So vinegar would have to come, it depends where it comes from. It's gonna be grape vinegar. So it'll be coming out of a grape. It'll be okay. It might be an issue also. It could be wine, meaning wine vinegar. Uh, the assumption is here, chomets means wine vinegar. Wine, meaning, when chazal say vinegar, meaning on Pesach, first of all, you have no green vinegar. Anyway, because it would be chomets. When the Gemara, when the Gemara and the Shulchan talk about vinegar, they mean, Wine vinegar. But grain vinegar, Bechlal, is going to be chametz anyway. So, it, I don't know what it is. They make a white, I don't know what it is. They make a vinegar for Pesach, I have no idea what it is. But, um, water and salt is fine too. But if you're using lemon juice, it has to be mostly water. Just otherwise, you don't have to wash. The whole thing, uh, the whole thing falls. And then you dip it and you make a bread for Yeah, yeah. So, why do we do this? Why do we do karpas? So the Gemara says, so they should ask. I hate that answer. Why do you do it? So the children should ask. And they ask him, what do you answer? Why do we do it? So you should ask. I'm asking. No, what's the answer? So you should ask. That's not a good question. That's ridiculous. Meaning, you're doing something, so they should ask why you're doing it, and I'm doing it just to get you to ask, and they have no answer. So that just seems funny. Like, what? what, what, what? It's just circular. They can, what's the point? The whole center is to teach them something. You're not teaching them anything. You're teaching them to ask a question. They see something. So, Tosfat asked the question, why do you do this? He says, because you have a problem. 
Because we talked about, maybe we didn't, but after the, farther along in the Seder, you make, you have to eat matzah. You, you do rochzah, you wash your hands, now you're with the bracha, motzi matzah, we've talked about, you have to make a bracha, hamotzi lechmin aretz, and alachilat matzah, and then you eat the matzah. And then you're going to eat the maror. So you have to make a bracha alachilat maror. They haven't started the meal yet. You eat the maror, and then you do korech matzah maror together. We talked about that aspect, not talking from rochzah until korech. So Tos would say, wait a minute, what about the maror? Do you need a bracha on the maror? So you say, yeah, alachilat maror, it's a mitzvah. What about Borei Priyadama? What about Borei Priyadama? So the issue is like this. When we make hamotzi at the beginning of a meal, it covers all the foods that are ba'im machmata se'uda. It only covers foods that are part of the meal, that are considered to be secondary to the bread, or secondary to the hamotzi, here it's matzah. But only things that are dvarim ba'im machmata se'uda. If it's not Bamachmata Seuda, if it's not Bamachmata Seuda, it needs a separate bracha. So if someone were to like, I don't know, offer you some pyre of ice cream in the middle of a meal, you're sitting down eating your steak, and someone's like, ooh, taste this. Pyre of ice cream, pyre, because it's a meat meal. That's not part of the meal. That's, you know, eat ice cream in the middle of steak. That's crazy. So it would need a shakol. If you want to pop a candy in the middle of a meal, that's shakol. That doesn't count. That's not very Mabaymachmata Seuda. So Tosma says that's a problem. The maror, technically speaking, is not bamachata. Why are you eating it? Why are you eating it now? It's it's, because it's a mitzvah. It's not part of your meal. It's not a meal. So you need to make a bripriyadama. Okay, would you have to make a... So that's a machloket rishonim now. Do you need to make a bripriyadama on this, on this maror, or uh, or not? Toshwood argues, no. Toshwood argues, you do not need to make a bripriyadama. You know why? Why are you eating it? You're not eating it because it's part of the meal. You're eating it because some other reason. Well, it's a mitzvah, but it doesn't matter. It's not part of the meal. It would need a bar priyadama. So Tosfot says, no, you're wrong. It is part of the meal. You're like, it's not part of the meal. So nowadays, we eat salad at the beginning of a meal. That's common. So nowadays, we eat salad. Okay, sometimes it's a lettuce salad. That's normal for us. But even if it's not normal for you, Tosfot says, you know, it is normal. You know why? Because Chazal said, tonight's meal... Is Pesach Matzah and Maror. It redefines the meal. This is not a normal meal. It's not a meal where you sit down and eat food. It's a meal that's structured around mitzvot. You also happen to have chicken, meat, something, rice, whatever it is. You also have, but the focus is the structure of the mitzvot. Pesach Matzah and Maror. That's the focus. So it is part of the meal. And they quote Rav Yosef Tuv Elim. Rav Yosef Tuv Elim was from France. Rav Yosef Bonfi. Bonfi. Tuv Elim. Clever, right? Rav Yosef Tuvelim says, no, that's, no, you, no, no. You're eating Maror because it's a mitzvah. You're not eating it as part of the meal, so it needs a bread bread He says, but technically you don't want to make, what are you going to do? You're going to say, hamotzi lachimina aretz and alachilat matzah, you eat the matzah. Now you're going to say, bread bread and alachilat maror, and eat the maror. He says, what if, uh, it gets a mess, what if toast was right? The other, then you don't need alachilat and then you don't need a bread bread So now you made a hefsek, it's a problem. Whole bunch of reasons. He doesn't want you to make a bread prayer adama then. He says, that's why you ate karpas at the beginning. You eat karpas. Karpas, you need a bread prayer adama. You did that before hamotzi. Kadesh rochatz karpas. It's the third thing. It needs a bread prayer adama. That nobody disagrees. It needs a bread prayer adama. So since you already said the whole reason to eat karpas, according to Rabbi Yosef Tuv Elim, is to get around this problem of bread prayer adama. 
you eat, you made a bread, bread them out earlier, so you have in mind it's a cover the maror, and that's okay. He says, oh, why do you do it early? So that's just to create more excitement in the meal. You want the kids to ask. You could have done it right before Hamotzi also. But just to get the kids to ask, so you do it early. You say, oh, tonight's different. Tonight we're structuring a meal around mitzvot, before you say Mitzrayim. But really, 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 according to Rabbi Yosef Tuvelem, the reason we're eating karpas is just to get out of the issue, the issue of the bread bread on the maror. Weird. And Magi takes 73 minutes? Yeah. So they ask on Rabbi Yosef Tuvelem, that's good for the Sfaradim, but for the Eskadazim not. Why? Because when it comes to the Baripriya Geffen on the first cup, so we say Baripriya Geffen on the first cup, and then you have the Magid. Do you have to say Baripriya Geffen on the second cup or not? So we say no. The first cup covers you. So if the Baripriya Geffen on the first cup covers you for the second cup, so the Baripriya Dama on the Karpas covers you for the Maror also. Yeah, if it covers you for the wine, it should cover you for the Maror. Why not? No, because you're part of the, it's part of the Haggadah. You're not going and smoozing about the, mo- the news. You're not going to watch a movie. You're in the Haggadah. That's the, not a hefsek. The whole point is you're still osek in the mitzvah. On a random day, I sit down for a meal. I make Adamah myself. And once you know, we run out. So I'm still sitting at the table waiting, waiting. No, no, no. But no, here you're not just sitting. Here you're doing the mitzvah of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But I'm focused on the So maybe not. Maybe you wouldn't need it again. Here you're part so. If it works for the Kiddush, it works for the Bari Pre'a But for the Ashkenazim that make a second Bari Pre'a Geffen on the second cup, what are they going to do? Yeah, what's their excuse? Meaning, if you're making another Bari Pre'a Geffen on the second cup, so what, the Bari Pre'a and the Karpas also didn't help you? Yeah. So that's a big problem. So the Ashkenazim have a big problem. Rav Shechter says, yeah, it's a big problem. We should, he really thinks we should really do like the Sfaradim. The Sfaradi approach makes a lot more sense. You make one Bari Pre'a Geffen at the beginning, it covers you for the second cup. You make a bray priya at the beginning, it covers you for the maror. That's what we do, it makes a lot of sense. Yes, because have a problem. Because if you make one bray priya at the beginning and cover you and make another one, but the bray priya covers. Why does the bray priya work but not the bray priya So he says, yeah, so he tries to eat karpas the whole meal. So you don't have to have sick. It's kind of weird. But our, the way we do it makes a lot of sense. And it, that's why we eat the karpas. The whole thing fits together very, very beautifully. And you have to come up with brakha No, you eat less than at a time, he eats a little bit. Correct. You're right. Our, the way we do it is much easier. Chad v'chalak. It's simple. It makes a lot of sense. We make one bari priya at the beginning, and it covers the second cup. We make one bari priya dama at the beginning, and it covers the maror. And it seems like it flows a lot better. It seems like it flows a lot better. The other side has challenges. You got to figure out how to deal with them. But uh, but you can. But this way it flows a lot easier. But if you do want to nibble on the karpas while you're saying magid, uh, you're perfectly allowed to do so. So you want to nibble on a little bit of. Uh, Petrozilia or whatever you're eating the karpas while you're eating while you're talking with Magid uh, that is acceptable if you choose to do it you don't have to you're uh, but you're